I'm Chloe Potter, and this is Vision Vibes, the podcast that hopes to give you inspiration and tools to live a more satisfying life. This story was originally broadcast on television as part of the interview series Direct Talk. If you enjoy listening, you can head to the NHK World website to watch. You'll find interviews with people from all walks of life. I know I'm not the only one who worries about how much time my children spend with electronic devices. And although they are still young, I'm already thinking ahead to how to navigate social media, the internet, and the use of technology in a healthy way. There is an awful lot of frightening information flying around that sometimes, if I'm completely honest, makes me want to ban technology for my children altogether. But my eldest son in particular is hugely drawn to computing. He's a natural at coding, and it is fast becoming a passion. Today's guest has gone a really long way to counter my fears. Lego-loving teenage internet activist Arvi Schiffman is using his computing skills and technical know-how to literally save lives. With fresh eyes and a complex understanding of new technologies, he is taking on some of the world's biggest problems, demonstrating the boldness that comes with being young. And Arvi has commitment too. It feels like human attention spans are dwindling at a terrifying rate as we all flick between our smartphone apps, switching from one task to another and rarely focusing for very long on anything. Yet here is a teenager who dedicated himself without distraction to a task that he felt passionately about. I shared this interview with my nine-year-old son, and he was clearly inspired. I think you might want to share it too. Here's narrator Hannah Barnes. Enjoy listening to Avi, and I'll meet you on the other side. Since the beginning of the Russian invasion of Ukraine in February 2022, more than 5 million people have fled the war-torn country. Across the globe, with help from his classmate at Harvard University, Avi Schiffman, a 19-year-old self-taught web developer, responded by creating a website to assist refugees. The site Ukraine Take Shelter connects refugees to people around the world who are offering temporary housing for free. Since going viral on social media, the site has provided a safe place to stay to thousands of refugees. And by making websites, I'm able to develop like specific, unique, practical tools that are directly useful and impactful. I think that's really cool. And uh, I think we're barely scratching the surface of what you can do with this. And I'm hoping to expand what I'm doing into doing the most interesting internet activism stuff that really anyone has ever done. Uh, I mean, I, I truly think like this kind of activism is gonna be like the biggest kind of activism anyone has ever done before. We asked Avi Schiffman about how the digital natives of Generation Z are using internet activism to solve problems globally. Well, I came up with the idea for that website when I was here in San Diego visiting a friend, uh, I guess it was a few months ago by now. Um, they took me to a protest. I've never actually even been to a protest before, but 
It was in solidarity with the war in Ukraine. There were a few hundred people there. They were all holding up signs.、Um, there were a few Ukrainians speaking. It was great for like the few hundred people in San Diego. But I knew that I have this big public platform as an internet activist,、um, and I have all these skills to make websites and apps and all that kind of stuff with technology. So I felt that I should really be doing something here with my skills for hundreds of millions of people. So I went back home and I, I looked into what was happening, and I saw that there were millions of refugees flooding out of Ukraine. Into neighboring countries and the entire world, but、um, and that this was the biggest refugee crisis in Europe since World War II. But the systems in place there for refugees to find housing, transportation, food, jobs, etc., was just absolutely not going to scale to millions of refugees. So I, I was like, wow, okay, someone should really do that. And actually, I, I was like, you know, I was distracted. I was doing other things around that time. My mind was not really in the place to be working on like a. A website like this. So I, I tweeted, like in my pajamas. I was like all in bed, curled up, and I was just on my phone. And I tweeted, "Someone should make a website, like to help Ukrainian refugees find potential housing in neighboring countries."、Um, and that tweet instantly started gaining a lot of traction. And there were ton- hundreds of people saying, "Like, wow, what a great idea! You know, you should do this. Like, the perfect person to do this." And I was like, "Oh, maybe. I guess so." So I immediately got out of bed and then I opened up my laptop and I just did not move for like three days. Like, I, I finished the website. In under 72 hours,、um, and I finished about 90% of it in 24. It was really the extra two days that I spent making sure it was as safe and secure and professional looking,、um, all that kind of stuff. Shiftman's website, Ukraine Takes Shelter, is available in 12 languages and can be accessed from any device connected to the internet. Refugees input their location and the number of people in their family, and are soon provided with a list. Of hosts to contact. When it first launched, the number of listings doubled every 12 hours, and the site reached over 1 million active users in just two weeks. Well, Ukraine Takes Shelter has been super popular because it's so easy to use for both the host and the refugee side. There's a lot of these NGOs and government things out there that are trying to do these things. Like there's, you know, the Red Cross and UNHCR and all these things, and these are great organizations.、Um, when there's maybe like 50,000 refugees, okay, but there's like. Like over five million now, and this is the biggest refugee crisis since World War II in Europe. It's a very big deal, and they're just—they've been overwhelmed since day one here. Okay, so it's great to be able to work in tandem with these organizations and provide like maybe a a, a way quicker way to do these things. And it's it's been cool. It hasn't really been possible before. Like I was saying, I mean, smartphones didn't even exist 15 years ago. So a website like this has only been possible only recently. Um, and, I, and I think in that way, it's absolutely a game changer because it really puts the power back into the hands of the refugee, where they're not able to feel so helpless. You know, that you contact, you're one of the millions of refugees waiting in line in the Polish train station. That's that's great.、Um, it's going to take weeks, or you, you freeze to death on some curb in Eastern Europe during the winter time. Like it's not. It's not ideal, but、um, through the internet and through websites like this, I mean, they're able to like enter where they are, or where they're headed, and find. You know, we have over a hundred thousand hosts now from all over the world, everywhere from Israel, Australia, New Zealand,、um, Paris. You know, I don't know. I could name everywhere. We've had listings filled in almost every single country in the entire world, including Russia, and that's pretty cool. In the early days of the website, some experts pointed out weaknesses in its security. Schiffman was able to respond nimbly with additions, such as identity verification for hosts and refugees, and features 
to counter spam and bots. There's uh, all kinds of criticisms that people have when you're doing something so big like this. Um, um, but I, I have absolutely listened to anyone that has criticisms, and I've worked very closely with dozens of aid organizations that are on the ground in Poland, Germany, Moldova, etc. I've worked very closely with them since the start of this website and, and really tailored it and taken their feedback. And, you know, I can code something on the website right now, and it'll be live on the website instantly. Um, and that you know, removes a lot of the bureaucracy of working with some of these other giant nonprofits because I'm able to do things just like that. The website has evolved over time to continue to be, you know, just more secure, more safe, more useful, um, better user interface, better user experience, all these kinds of things. And I've been working with everyone. I had like this uh, user experience research team in Ukraine where they had a bunch of Ukrainians go and use the website in Ukrainian and find any potential errors or bugs or any inconveniences and, and you know, find those and, and make the website better over time. Um, and it's been it's been cool. Avi Schiffman looks like your typical teenager, building sci-fi models in his spare time. But he started coding when he was just seven years old, picking up skills by watching YouTube videos. Um, I just like making things and, and I'm pretty good with computers. I've had a computer when I was very young. My dad was like very into coding and, and computer stuff. so. When I was like in early elementary school, I knew how to use a computer far better than most adults, and I was already making websites. And everything I've learned, I taught myself entirely just by watching YouTube videos that are entirely free. I never paid for any boot camp or college course or, or anything like that. The internet is incredible. Um, it, it is, I think, the coolest thing humanity has ever done. It's, it's incredible. We're connecting everything. It's awesome. By middle school, Schiffman had created numerous websites and was selling video games that he had coded. But he had trouble getting good grades. I'm a terrible student. I dropped out of high school, actually. Um, I, I'm a terrible student in the way that I was never focused on my schoolwork. Um, I was, uh, I don't know. I mean, I was a very weird student. I got like a C- minus in physics class, or and like a D in biology, but like I won my school science fair for a physics-based project on like using I made some like theoretical uh, AI like model for predicting the like orbits of space debris or something like that. It was it was pretty cool. Um, like I've done all kinds of things like that, but at the same time I'm like failing my physics classes. I got like a two on AP computer science, for example. Um, I uh, I was yeah. I mean I I dropped out of high school. In January 2020, Schiffman made his mark as an internet activist by creating the website ncove2019.live. The site tracks COVID cases worldwide in real time by gathering information from hundreds of government and news websites. It became the most accessed COVID tracker globally, gaining at its peak 36 million visitors in a single day. Schiffman received an offer of $8 million to place advertising on the website, but he turned it down. Later that year, he won the Person of the Year Award at the Webby Awards, which is considered the Oscars of the Internet.
I don't really want to be a profiteer. This is a website about people dying and stuff. I don't really need to be making millions of dollars. And I don't want to ruin my websites filled with advertisements when they don't need it. It would just be, be cheap and lame. I don't want to fill my site with political biases. I don't want to make it take longer to load. Um, it's ugly and everyone hates ads. And I made the website in the first place because there were these news article websites that were filled with ads and it's annoying. Um, you know, I, I have no care about turning down millions of dollars then because could turn down eight million to make eight billion eventually. I would not have won awards like the the Webby Awards if my website was filled. I mean, that, okay, that award is for the best website on the internet of the entire year. They're not going to give that award to a badly designed website filled with ads. They're they're just not. That would be stupid. Um, and winning awards like that helps my reputation in so many more things, far more than anything you can buy with money. Um, and uh, I know so many people and I've been working on so many things that, you know, if I ever need millions of dollars to work on some random idea I have, I can just ask for it. In 2021, Schiffman got his high school equivalency diploma and was accepted to Harvard University. But he finds solving real life problems more interesting than taking classes at college. Since he created his website, Ukraine Takes Shelter, refugees and hosts have sent him messages of gratitude daily from around the world. Like this is the government of Ukraine on Twitter. Uh-huh. Uh, that, I mean, that's literally Ukraine, so <laughs> it's pretty cool. I think it's just cool what you can do with the internet. I think... Um, it inspires me to do more of these projects, and, and a lot of the stories I get are, are pretty crazy to me. I mean, I'm still very, uh, I'm generally still, like, it's cool to see that it actually works. You know, it's one thing to code something on your computer, and then another thing to get an email um, of, like, a, I've seen the, like, these emails I get. It's like a whole family, like six of them. They're, like, smiling, they're holding their kids, their pets, and they're staying at this home of this person in like the United States or France or Poland, Germany, etc. Well, I think one of the most notable stories, there was this family uh, early on into the war that was hiding in Kharkiv, which is the second largest city in Ukraine, and it was being besieged by Russian troops. Um, and this family was hiding in their basement or like, it was like a cellar. Um, and so they're hiding there while their city is being besieged by Russian troops. And they were able to use Ukraine Take Shelter just on their phone um, to find a host in France that was able to help them come to France and stay in their extra holiday home in the French countryside on the beach. And three days after this family arrives, their house in Ukraine was destroyed by Russian bombs. So the website works just like that, super fast. And there's nothing else out there on the Internet that would have allowed them to, you know, just get such quick safe sanctuary. I mean, they, they're, they're, they would have been killed if they hadn't been able to use this website. Um, and so getting emails like that, it's, it's um, yeah, I, I think it's cool. Uh, it, it, it keeps me motivated to keep working on this website, because don't get me wrong, it's very stressful. I'm only 19, and this is one of the biggest websites on the internet, um, and so many people are using it, and it has so many eyes on it, from the media like this, to governments, to um, all kinds of things. And um, at the end of the day, I'm just a teenager too sometimes. Schiffman has put his Harvard education on hold to further his internet activism. He thinks the possibilities are endless. Um, adding more things, I'm working on adding like a, a lot more updates to the Ukrainian site. Like I want to have refugees find jobs. Um, 
transportation, etc. All these things. I want this Ukrainian site to turn into something a lot more than just something for just Ukrainians. And if I could have a database where you have、um, people offering housing, people offering translation skills, people、um, offering transportation, food, all kinds of resources. Um, just in general, it would be an incredible humanitarian resource for every future war, natural disaster, pandemic, etc. The next time there's something happening that I see there's a gap that needs to be filled with technology, I'll be the first one there. We ask Avi Shifman for a favorite phrase that guides him in continuing his work.、Um, the concept of progress acts as a protective mechanism to shield us from the terrors of the future. Um, yeah, it's a quote from Dune. It's a sci-fi book. This quote just means like, kind of like what I'm doing in a way. Like, the idea that we can make things better is kind of like a protective mechanism against the bad things that could happen in the future. And there's a war happening in Ukraine, but、um, you know, I can, I can. The idea that I can make a website that can make things better,、um, I guess, does protect us in some ways from like the bad things that could happen one day. The war getting worse, things like that. If Avi is representative of his generation, then we have so much to be hopeful about. It seems to me that he is guided by a new model of success. It's not based on money and material wealth, but on the feelings that come from creating something of value that contributes something positive and makes the world better. Avi is so self-assured. He is operating on a model of abundance and not the limiting model of scarcity that has tended to dominate human history. A sense of scarcity makes people think that they have to compete for a limited set of resources. Arvi seems to intuitively know that the resources he needs will come to him, and that all he needs to do is to focus on using his skills to do good. His respect and passion for the positive difference that technology can make. Has shifted my perspective for good. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. You can find the transcript as well as our other stories on the NHK World website. I'm Chloe Potter. Join us next time for more mind-expanding insights from inspiring people on Vision Vibes.